There's a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? I think, uh, I mean, uh, we're, we've done through the pick, so uh, we can hop into IndyCar, right? I think that's a good segue right there. Yeah, uh, yeah very good segue. I think these owners are scared of Fernando. What do you think? Um, I think they're, they're afraid that these new guys, the Steinbrenner team, well, I guess he's a full-time guy, so he'd be in that Which, that which the Steinbrenner team, uh, aren't they affiliated with Andretti Autosport? They they may like be one of those like uh, satellite teams. Yeah, exactly. I'm not 100 percent sure, um, but um, I guess because um, like Marco's rides uh, her to Andretti. Exactly. Yeah, that is one of those. That's what I was trying to think. And I, I I'm, who is the other person? Oh, there's somebody else under that Andretti flag, if you will. And I okay. I don't I can't remember who it is. That's what I was trying to think. Which um, which there's there's a lot of teams that do that. Like we. Uh, Pinsky, his uh it's either like his son or son-in-law or stepson or something like that he has a satellite team in indycar and a dragon sport or something like that racing what's so, uh, what's really interesting is we're starting to see as we get closer to may some of these these teams kind of hop up and say hey you know we are we're going to put something in we're going to do something and uh june coast um racing they put in a team they haven't announced a driver yet um, I was talking to you before, not looking at the green shirt under there, but <laughs> um, I saw, uh, I, I am guessing, uh, I don't believe Munoz has arrived yet. And with the, the I'm not going to say the luck, but with the, the uh, success he's had at the track, mm -hmm. it's hard not to put him in at least uh, one race there. I mean, to, to have him run for the 500. So uh, it, it'd be interesting to see who uh, kind of feels that, but all going back to, uh, the Andretti's, the Penske's, the, the Ganassi's, these guys are scared. Steinbrenner's not coming out and saying anything. He's, I like that. He's a rookie and he's coming out and he's being quiet. He could come out and be like, yeah, yeah, I completely agree with these guys. I want my guy in the 500. Right. But he's not. Cause he, I, I like that man. And I gave him, I gave him crap for, for flying the, uh, the pinstripes. But, uh, the more and more, uh, I, I see this guy in IndyCar. I think I'm really going to like him as an owner and what he's going to do for well, the sport here. Bottom line is he's a business man. A business man. Business man. B I T N E S S. Business. <laughs> business man. So. So that's you know yeah. But uh, getting back to the Long Beach race and what we were kind of dabbling on yeah. with uh, the Ray Hall Dixon scenario. Yes. So Ray Hall finishes third, Dixon fourth, but on the last lap. Dixon said Ray Hall blocked him, so they ended up penalizing. Good afternoon, Mr. Scott Rance. Well, hello, sir. Uh, so they ended up penalizing Graham Ray Hall and putting him back to fourth and giving Dixon the third place spot. Yep. Now, to me, and and what I what I watched, I don't necessarily call it a block. No, I completely agree. I, I think Graham was defending his line, so. It's, yeah, I, I I disagree with the call, but it it, it is what it is. Right, and and he, Graham he accepted it. 
I mean, what, at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and fight it? Graham's not that type. He's, he, you know, at the back end, he's, he thinks it's BS. <laughs> but he's the, he's the type. He's going to shut up and he's going to put in. He's going to sit in the car in the Grand Prix and he's going to want to win. He's yeah. going to be hungrier to, to, to do better. You roll out of Long Beach with a fourth place finish. The car's not tore up. You, you, you know, you get ready to come to Indy and, and hopefully you, hopefully you continue the momentum that this Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan teams had the past couple races moving into the Indy Grand Prix. And hopefully again, you can start up front and pull out a win or another top five finish. And this is a, and that he's a guy that has, um, he knows how to throw it around this, this mm-hmm. road course. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, I am, I'm interested I, to see that. I consider Graham a better road course r- racer than he is oval racer. I, I would agree with that. I'm with you there. Um, and I mean, throughout his his career, we've seen him. He's just had more success. The the Detroit races. Yes. Um, he I mean he runs those good. So yeah, he, he does. I I see that. I agree with you there. And then uh, speaking Michelle, of, yes, uh, we will all be at Carb Day. It's gonna be a fun one. We are all. She's gonna see us at Carb Day. She's gonna come up, hang out with all the, right. uh, the crew there. Hey, Michelle, uh, be a good one. Scott, you can either come here, or you know, we'll be back to Ingles, or uh, now we do have the technology. We could do a phone interview with you sometime. Absolutely. So we could we could plan that, you know, in the future, and get you on here, and uh, we can discuss, you know, whatever you want to talk about on the phone. Morning from Australia, there. Morning. Well, hello, sir. Morning. Hope uh, hope all is well. I am. Uh, we'll talk about it in uh, segment two. But Australia, I like your uh, your driver out there for F one. <laughs> Uh, Ricardo. Yeah, I he's, do too. He's making it too. strong. But we're going to stay in IndyCar. Hopefully right. you stay with us here. Um, you, you, you. Yeah, you, even you, you, you. We're talking to you too. You know, my, but, wife, um, my wife is not on here. I'm no. Like, not yet. So, uh, But getting back to Long Beach, um, you know, we talked about how uh, the rookies had a bad weekend at Long Beach. You know, Colton Hurta was the first one out of the race with yep. uh, mechanical difficulties. I'm not sure if it was the motor expired or what it was. I know it was a uh, no magic smoke though. No, I, I know he was, uh, he had radioed in and it wasn't running under full power. So I don't know if it was an electronic problem or what was going on with the car, but, um, that's a, that's another, uh, <laughs> DNF. Cause like I said, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they're affiliated with the Andretti, you know, moniker. You know, because uh, wasn't it uh, Hunter Ray in the first race at St. Petersburg had some uh, mechanical issues? Yep, he blew that out. Yep. Right. So, um, you know, there again, if it's a electronic gremlin, there, there's nothing you can really do in that situation. I mean, you prepare the car like you prepare it every weekend, and you never know what's going to happen. Right. No, you're exactly yeah. You have that mechanical failure. There's nothing you can do there. Um, but in the there's there's some Gosh, who was it? I mean, there, there's careless driving. I don't out know there. who was it. There's, I'm, I can't. There's, there's very careless driving, uh, and it kind of goes into. And I'm not going to cover it too much because I'll just get. Well, there's that on the streets it. out here because people don't know how to use their turn signals. <laughs> I experienced that I, on the way here. I am convinced that if world hunger, if all world issues were solved by everybody just using the turn signal for one day. No world problems would be solved. Right. Somebody would screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and, and we, we talked about it before, but I think, uh, I, I just hope we don't see too many of these uh, uh, rich kids get into the sport and, and just start tearing things up because of lack of experience and or, uh, I don't know if it's desire. We're like, do these kids really want to be in a car? I don't know. It's it's a, we're, we're not. We're, yeah. we're getting off subject here. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, 
Then uh, you had Newgarden at Long Beach finishing second. That's another strong finish for Joseph Newgarden. So he continues to string the top five finishes together. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about before at the beginning is consistency. Yes. Uh, with yes. Dixon, Newgarden, these guys. I can't say Rossi necessarily because he, I mean, he, uh, what he finished, ninth the race before, and then he Something had like his that. first place. Something I mean, like he's that. up there in points, but he needs to start pulling in more of those those top fives. But I think consistency, not necessarily race wins, is what's going to win the championship this year. Right. And I think it, it really, I mean, looking at it right now, it's going to come down between uh, uh, Newgarden and uh, and Dixon. Yes. So. Uh, and and I wouldn't. I was thinking about that uh, on the way over here. I wouldn't consider uh, Newgarden now the picture Indy 500 either. Oh no, no, and and I'll, I'll say it, you know, one more time. But he he's so. Uh, so poised and so like, he's not making that his number one goal. I think that's really what's going to set him ahead this year. I mean, I've said it before in the past. It's, it's, I want to win the 500. I haven't heard that one time from him this year. It's, well, he's, he's I mean, more settled back into the, like, even last year, you heard him say the 500 before now. He hasn't talked about it once. And like I, I think said, that's I a think lot. he's just focusing on the big picture, and, and like he's already commented before, he wants another championship. Exactly. So, so that's, that's the big picture. And it's already – you don't have to say, hey, you know, I want to win the 500. Everybody's stepping up and, and lacing up the shoes and strapping on the helmet to get in the Indy car. They want to win the Indy 500. That's a given. Right. But with uh, um, Newgarden, I just think he is becoming more of a mature racer. And oh, we're definitely, that definitely, this year. definitely. He he knows when to hold back. He knows when to to uh, to drop back. When to to push that pass. I mean, he he's getting into that more technical field than he was before. I mean, he was fast before. I agree. Newgarden was fast. He drove around the track, and that's what I mean. He that's why he got that ride with Penske. I think now with this experience with Penske, and it's probably you know having Will Power and Pagano kind of mentoring him there, um, but he is becoming a much more technical racer. I think. Um, and, and that's that's going to breed his success. I just hope when he's done, he kind of does kind of tip his hat to Sarah and say, you know, at least thanks for the 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 start there. Because I think oh, I mean, she gave I'm, him the car to definitely to to get seen to to be there. You know, I'm sure that would happen. I mean, you know, Joseph, like you said, he has become a, a more mature person, driver. So. I, you know, I, I see him being very respectful and humble to Sarah for giving him that opportunity. Right. So, and I, I hope so. Cause like I said, I mean, she gave him that car throughout the, the throttle stomper. He is, I, I, I would, I, that's a good way to put it. Um, but she, she gave him that car to, to be seen by Penske. I, I really do. Um, and then, uh, um, so I guess that's kind of the, uh, the, the what if or what is with uh, Long Beach there? Yeah, you got anything to add with uh, with Long Beach? No, not really. Um, y you know, besides the fact that I've heard some people say, "Oh, well, you know, it was a boring race," and I, I wouldn't say it was boring. I mean, yes, Rossi did get out and pretty much dominate from start to finish. I, I mean, he was just on his game that day and and had the car to do it, and so. There you have it. But uh, all in all, I, th I thought it was a good race. It was enjoyable to me, and I, I enjoyed Long Beach. Yeah, I agree. I think people want to see the passing up front. Uh, this was more of the midfield battles, um, more of that. Um, <clears throat> and that doesn't entertain 
as much. I, I see it, but uh, like, I mean, I like watching it. Uh, that's what it's fun about. I mean, if you're sitting back on TV, you're going to see that mid-race stuff, that mid-pack stuff. So it, true, it's true. fun to watch, I think, on TV. And then, you know, I mentioned it before, and I'm not going to skip ahead, but, you know, they stack them up here at Long Beach. So to, to be there, I think that'd be a fun, fun weekend. Uh, that's a lot of racing there in, in one weekend. So uh, after the, the IndyCar race, they bought the, uh, the super trucks. Um, I believe Robbie Gordon took it, but I'm not 100% sure. But that's interesting just how they, they, they kind of stack them up like that. Mm -hmm. And say, hey, let's, if oh. we're going to clog up the streets of L.A., we're going to do it real quick and we're going to be done with Robbie, it. <laughs> Robbie Gordon is a hell of a racer, man. When you, when you think of a racer, Robbie Gordon is the epitome of a racer. I mean, he ran NASCAR. He's kind of that Tony He Stewart ran thing. IndyCar. He he's always throughout his career been involved in the in the Baja 1000 and the the off-road vehicles like that and I mean now on the stadium trucks. I mean, that's that's Robbie Gordon's forte, man. Uh, he just like I said, he's a racer. I I dig I dig Robbie Gordon. I think he I would love to meet the man. I think he's the bee's knees. The bee's knees. That's what I love when the uh, when they win in super trucks and they put it up on two wheels. Oh, yeah. There's a video I posted on uh, on our page. Uh, Gordon's taking it around that track, man, on two wheels. And the way he's turning, it's like, man, you can do that on two wheels. That's impressed right on, dude. So, you know, we were we were talking about uh, Rossi just a minute ago. Did, mm -hmm. did uh, I know you posted it. And it's been discussed before about uh, Penske wanting Rossi to be a Penske driver. Yeah, from what I was reading, it seemed like uh, that was kind of the talk uh, within the, uh, the it's, pits it's and everything. Well, there. before he signed his contract with Andretti last time, that was a talk that uh, Penske was interested. But That was when they got Newgarden there, wasn't it? I believe I, so. I think that was the same year I that those so. guys split there. So, uh, uh, and, and, I mean, I think that's a smart decision on Penske, if that if I'm correct, and that being the decision there between the two drivers is to, to go with Newgarden there. But uh, I think now that Rossi's shown – that he can't, I mean, he can, he can win in an oval. He can win in a, I think he's better in a road course than he is in oval, but he can still win that oval for you. He can, he's going to be. But, like, but my, my thing on Rossi is he hasn't shown that consistency. And that's where I think if you put him in that Penske car, that's where new garden before he wasn't necessarily showing that consistency. And now, well, but he that. was, he was, and, that, that's a little different. I mean, Newgarden wasn't in the caliber of ride that Rossi's in now. And right. Rossi has been in that's because other well. drivers that have run for Andretti, they can put together, you know, Ryan hunter Ray. He's he's won championships at Andretti. Right. So I wouldn't say it's necessarily the car. Um, I mean, yes, I, you know, when you come into IndyCar, I think ultimately, you know, it used to be you wanted to drive for Penske. You know, back back in the 500 heyday, Penske was the team you wanted to drive for. Mm -hmm. Now I don't I don't see that as much. I mean, like we've discussed before, you have Penske, Ganassi, Andretti, and I think if you drive for any one of those teams, you have a legitimate shot at winning races and winning a championship. Oh, I completely yeah, and I completely agree. And I hope that uh, Steinbrenner and maybe Carlin, maybe those are the two up and comers that maybe they add a couple of racers and. And it does become a little more competitive, but I agree with you with what you're saying right now. That's the big three. That's your right, right. That's your Ferrari, your your Mercedes, your your Red Bull there. Right. Um, but what's up, Jason Bradley? Uh, see, I don't see Jason, so that's that's the difference. Well, well, hello, Jason. Hello there. Um, but uh, the 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 big three, like you're saying, with uh, 
I, I kind of lost track when I said hello there. Uh, <laughs> heck. Oh, uh, Rossi, we're kinda, right. we were discussing that. Too. Right. I think Penske is maybe it's maybe it's Penske versus Andretti, the owner. Maybe that's the difference in Hunter Ray. Maybe he does have a good rapport with Andretti, but maybe Rossi. I, I don't know what's going on behind. Oh, the you're team. you're saying that maybe Rossi isn't as happy with the team Correct. in general as he would be, and maybe wants to move on to Penske. I mean, look, they switched. Marco got his way. He wanted to be in '98. He wanted to change there. So well, but the thing with Marco, the, the thing with Marco is, I heard that uh, he's actually putting up money on that team. So the the Andretti Herta is actually Marco. Whose money is that though? <laughs> well, I, I understand that, but so. But and and you know I I could see that. Um, heck, if I was Marco, that's the way I'm looking. I mean, I'm not winning championships. I can I've got the money. I can fund a team. I know right. what it takes. I mean, let's let's go up against Daddy and see if I can do something. Maybe Mike says, is. "Bring back Sarah Fisher." I completely uh, agree. I, you know, I I wouldn't even as an owner. I would love to see Sarah Fisher. How we were discussing last week about the indie lights i would love her i would love there to see go. her getting the indie lights and start a team in indie lights you know maybe if she doesn't have the the resources and commitment for a full-blown indycar team you know start out in the indie lights to get your feet wet again back as team owner mm -hmm. and and help she'd be know, a really good one to build. i agree i, I, I agree that's a, I, I like that i do um and, and maybe it's somebody to even just hire maybe she's not an owner maybe you hire her for that position in indy lights you you could really progress a driver i mean you really could you, you could make her the president of the indy light series and i i could see her really taking the ball and running with it and, and helping that series to grow mm -hmm. absolutely I, I like sarah fisher you know? i do too and uh you know her and andy o'gara her husband uh dad was down at whiteland last weekend talking to andy and nice. and and what they're doing with whiteland you know, I, I'm very excited to see all the progress they're already making, and I, I can't wait to see the, the final product. But, um, yeah, so Sarah is all about racing, and I would love to see her take a, a position or ownership or some type of role in the Indy Lights. Right, and I, I mean, I know at the end of the day she is a mom, so maybe she wants to be with her family in here local. Oh, maybe I that's agree, why they I took agree. On Just to keep racing here, I guess. Uh, and she wanted to stay with racing, but maybe she just doesn't want to travel. So. Well, and that's why I say, you know, with the Indy Lights team, I mean, yes, I I know they do travel. Keep her local. But you're not taking on as big of commitment as a as an IndyCar team. Right. No, I'm with you. Absolutely. So, that way, I would love to see that. I'd love to see uh, uh, maybe even uh, Danica. I mean, she's got money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, she had some success in IndyCar, so, so come in. I maybe mean, you could see Sarah Fisher and Danica partner up. Uh, did they get? I don't know if they got along. I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> right. know. They're they're. It seemed like they were completely different type of people, but yeah, I could be way off there. I mean, I'm just going off what you see, what you see, what you get is what you see. You but know? but what what would a a great way to bring money in to no, to field and women to field uh, a Indy Lights team? I mean, you know, two of the biggest names and that you know IndyCar women um and, and partner together and i mean heck if i had a company and they were presented to me i'd be more inclined to jump on board with them than somebody else that come to me and hey, hey you know i'm starting indy lights team yeah i'd go with them too right yeah, maybe lynn st james would throw ten dollars onto that lynn Pop. st james <laughs> hey man she was a racer absolutely i remember she was a racer that's, that's one name and as we get closer to may you know we'll bring up these things but 
Lynn St. James, I remember her growing up. It was every year, man, she was in that race. And she was giving those guys hell. I mean, she really was. And that was Sarah Fisher. I mean, she was she was up there. She was doing it. But it seemed Sarah had bad luck in the 500. Right. I mean, she really did. That was It was unfortunate. She had the cars the years. But, uh, she yes, just, Dan and yeah, Scott, I believe that will never happen either. I'm just saying, hypothetically, that would be a, a, a great deal to happen. What would never happen? I lost. Danica and Sarah. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it absolutely would. I mean, you talk about bringing entertainment and, and people to the sport that would do it. No, I'm sure. not saying IndyCar is a dying form at all. I'm, I'm, I, I think IndyCar is really gaining momentum. And I think NASCAR is the one that's dying out, which speaking of that, that leads us into this little bit that I want to talk about. And I think it kind of ruffles my feathers if you will to keep it pg and not throw <laughs> words out there um it, it it really annoys me when uh indycar president uh what's his name jay fry mm -hmm. he's a new president of indycar and he had mentioned something about um you know a, a double header weekend indycar and nascar together and i'm like no you know because like i just said indycar's coming up and nascar's fading out i think that's nascar trying to ride the pigtail but the that pigtail it wasn't it wasn't nascar's idea it was the indycar president's idea well they want to bring people to like i think indycar has the the well-being of the track here so they don't want to see the brickyard necessarily fall out they, they want but to they see weren't they weren't here. talking about just here they were talking about doing a double header oh, weekend at a race and it had nothing to do. It was nobody in NASCAR's idea. It was Jay Fry, the IndyCar president's idea. So I, after my my dad was the one that was telling me about it. So I did a little bit of digging, come to find out Jay Fry, before uh, he got with IndyCar, where was he at? Help me out here. What was he? He was the vice president and general manager of the Red Bull NASCAR racing team. There you go. So he has NASCAR ties. So and and I don't know. And maybe he's the one trying to be the 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 saving grace of NASCAR, if you will. Well, you know what? I, I'm sorry. Uh, NASCAR just to me the way they they run right now and the way the series is going, you you could take it off TV and it really wouldn't hurt my feelings. But I would much rather watch IndyCar racing. So and and I don't know if this is the case, but maybe this is a way to to grab these last remaining NASCAR guys that are watching NASCAR and they won't switch over to open wheel. And he's saying, hey, if we team up with these guys, we're going to show them this is right. better racing. Right. So maybe that's maybe that's what he's looking at. Maybe he is a business man. Bitness. Bitness, sorry. You got to you gotta, you gotta <laughs> emphasize the bitness. A bitness, maybe. Yeah, B-I-T-E-N-E-S-S, -E -E bitness. And, and, and maybe that is the case. That's I, I'm, I'm just randomly throwing them out there, but. It's a but yeah, I, I you know, I say negative on that one. Let let NASCAR be a sinking ship on their own and and keep IndyCar rolling the way they're rolling. Yeah, no, and and I'm with you there because and and Michelle asked, are we saying that's a dying form? No, where well, that's that's there to growing. That's what I was talking about right. a minute ago. That's what brought us into this. Right. No, they're 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 up and coming definitely for sure. They uh. Uh, I mean, IndyCar is, it's more, I think it's more athleticism. I think it's more, it's not just necessarily money we're seeing now. And it's, it's more competitive with that, the large chassis. I really do think so. Well, it, and like we were, before we started the show, we were talking about that and, uh, it, it's, 
it's a spec series, if you will. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's run the same chassis. Everybody's run the same tires. The only option you have is what motor package you're going to run, which if you run the Chevy motor or versus the Honda, they do have different aero packages too for each uh, engine manufacturer. Yep. But besides that, it's pretty much a spec series. And we, we were discussing this, I think, last week before we started the show. That's why I think we need more chassis manufacturers back in IndyCar. You know, uh, McLaren, I, hey, come on in, build a chassis. You know, and as long as it passes, you know, everything IndyCar standards, then, hey, you have an option now. Because, you, you know, the history of IndyCar, uh, you had, I remember back in the day, you had the Lolas. You know, Penske, we were discussing, Penske had his own chassis. Yep. Um, wasn't it a, I want to say there was a March. Wasn't there a March chassis? I'm terrible. That, I was always I think it was Lola, <laughs> Lola, March, and uh, the Penske. So, you know, you had options. Right. And I, I think we, well, not we, but I think IndyCar needs to get back to that. No, and I could see that, but I think that's where, I mean, we, we talk about but the, the money aspect. It becomes more of a money sport then. So I, I like to see, I think in a spec game, if you will, you do, the, the driver makes more of a difference. And then on top of that, uh, um, I, a little, I don't want to say pit strategy because I don't want to, I don't want to see a race one in the pits necessarily, but a little more strategy does come into it. But I don't necessarily think it becomes a money aspect because, you know, if you run, Say if McLaren comes into it and you run a Delara and then, and, and, okay, so say we're going into the 2020 season mm -hmm. and you have De Delara and McLaren to choose from chassis wise. If you choose Delara, then that's the chassis you run for that season. You, you can't, you know, go from weekend to weekend, you know, say McLaren chassis was faster this weekend. So you want to rush out and next race, have a McLaren. No, you stick with that chassis for the entire season. Right. So I, I don't think that money really comes into because if, if if IndyCar comes in and says okay McLaren you can come in, but if Delara is charging a hundred thousand dollars for a chassis you can't come in and build your chassis and say we were selling it for five hundred thousand. Okay, I, I you have to saying. be you on the it. same price I like ranges. That. So right. yeah, I like that. I could see something like it, but you have to make those standards. You can't yeah, let it yeah, get yeah, out of hand. Yeah. Definitely, so, definitely. Uh, and, and I'm kind of going to jump ahead again, but okay. uh, with uh, IMSA, did I say that? IMSA. IMSA. So uh, with IMSA, uh, McLaren is now a full-time uh, 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 manufacturer. So McLaren's getting deeper into racing. They're coming into Indy. Oh, this McLaren's year. always been deep into racing. No, I, right. I'm with you, but they're they're making more strides. They're they're doing more things. They're pushing the limit right now. I mean, like I said, they got their F1 team, and uh, they're convinced right now with that team. Uh, they found the power that they they're they're starting to move up. That this is this could be their rise. Um, uh, but uh, then you got the IMSA. They're they're going full time there. You got Alonzo coming in for the five hundred here. Hey, your nickname's Pickle. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, to I, know. I got that. Hey, word. Pickle. I like uh, I like pickles. I I ordered extra pickles on a sandwich one day, and uh, ever since then it was pickle. Michelle said, "Hey, pickle, how do you keep the uh, kids out for one of your while we're blogging?" My uh, fantastic wife is upstairs. Uh, she keeps all three of them. I can't even hear them right now. No. They must well, be we got headphones on. That. Well, sometimes you can hear pow, pow, pow. Their yeah. feet or something like that as you're running. No, she does a great job. She uh, appreciate her up there doing her thing as I do mine. Let yeah. me do this. So. Thanks, Pickle. <laughs> Thanks, Mrs. Pickle. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I liked the nickname. I enjoyed it. Uh, and you know, it was kind of nice because uh, every now and then I'd go to a different store and they'd be like, hey, man, try this new hey, pickle. My dad's on. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> the Dukester is on. See, yeah, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would agree with what you exactly what your dad said there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, awesome. He was listening to it before then. He, yeah. he hopped on before. I thought yeah. he just hopped on right on, right on. Thank you. We got both pops on here. I know, right? <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, what, what was you talking about? I don't forgot what you said. We were talking about oh, yeah. McLaren. Uh, we'll, we'll say, but uh, here's McLaren my thing on McLaren. Here's my thing on McLaren. Is McLaren coming to IndyCar? just for alonzo after alonzo say you know next year alonzo says yeah i'm I'm done racing does mclaren go away again I or think, do they stay in indycar i think this is their test if you will they they had their uh, that, was it necessarily mclaren did they run with mclaren the, the first year with andretti i don't think they did anything did they? i think it was a sponsor maybe right well i don't and, think they had anything mclaren which i don't know really what they're running now with McLaren. right they're they're not running anything An package Maybe I, I don't even playoffs. know if they can have their own aero package or not. I think it has to be uh, approved by IndyCar at the beginning of the season. So I don't know. Well, if... they had this talk out there. That okay. could have been well. I have no idea. I'll do. But a little yeah, research it's, it's, on it's that. not a. They're not running their own chassis. So right, it, it'd be uh, interesting to see. It's basically if... putting their name and stuff on the car. So I and I have a little note down here. So does uh, does maybe McLaren and Renault come in? and do something together. Maybe we see Renault Power as a third uh, manufacturer as far as that, and that's where we get the uh, – or would Renault just go in but their self? I don't know. Maybe that's a way to split the cost. I don't know if you that. would see Renault come to IndyCar. You don't think so? Uh, especially with – If they're not hitting it how with they're F1, trying they to, could do but, it. But here's the thing. You can't say they're not hitting it with F1. They're, they're trying to, to develop that team. They are. You're right. But so – Right. They're trying to get back to their winning ways. So I, I don't know if you would see Renault. I know at one time uh was it Lotus was talking about being an Indy car because uh Chris Hogue worked for the team that they were gonna run Lotus Power and you know the the season's getting to start and stuff and they couldn't get motors and finally at the last minute Lotus said, Yeah, we're not doing anything with IndyCar, we're gonna do F one only. I got you. See, and I remember when was Anna Beatrice, I think she ran mm -hmm. for Lotus. Um, but they didn't I don't either they didn't it wasn't make the Lotus race powered. or she backed out. It wasn't? I thought no. it was there. Okay, okay. I thought that was, but they were way back. I remember when Lotus did try to come back in and they just couldn't find it. I mean and it kind of blows my mind. I, I guess I don't understand. You would think a manufacturer that could do it and I put the engine there in F1, but it is, it's a completely different car. Right. That's what people don't necessarily under, they just see it. It looks similar. So they think it's, it's quite the similar car. Oh, they're night and days apart. Erickson's finding that out. Yeah. That's what we were talking about before. I think he's finding his seat. He's trying to, to find his groove there in the Indy car. But uh, yeah, I think he, he had a seventh place finish, um, but he hasn't really turned it on much after that. So, uh, in, in, does he find his groove, you know, uh, that, that Smith arrow, uh, or Smith Peterson, uh, team that, do they find their groove? Right. <laughs> do they make the Indy 500 or do they, are they out for the second year? No, I think so, they'll make it. I mean, there's, there's the, a lot there going on. And, uh, yeah. So, um, next Indy car race up will be, uh, May 11th, the Indianapolis grand prix. That sounds so nice. I mean, it's getting closer and closer, folks, to uh, <laughs> engines firing up out the brickyard again. The month of May is almost upon us, and uh, 
Friday. I know next. Tommy Boy and I are very excited for the month of May. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's my favorite month of the year. I want to say I think it's next Friday, uh, noon or 2 o'clock. You can go into the, the track. Mm-hmm. You can sit up on the turn 2 hill, I guess. Um, and they're going to do some practice. And I guess there's oh, yeah. 26 cars already that are to, uh, to uh, guaranteed out there. Yeah. Hmm. So and I this might is have like to do the, that. This is like the uh, uh, the like the rookie. This is the first time they'll hit the track. Nice. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be be pretty interesting. I think it's man, or mandatory for rookies. Okay. Like, well, rookies. yeah, you've always had a rookie orientation out there. You know, they have to get up to speed. And, and now the other guys can come out here because later. Uh, what is it? The rookies, I think, when they first hit the track, they have to, they can only run up to like one ninety or something like that. <laughs> get your grip. And, and and they have to run. You know a few laps at the chain and, and see how they do in the car and they'll come in and then they'll let them back out and then they can crack like 200. I could be wrong on these speeds, but I know they just can't go right out and hammer down. I know that's how it used to be. I don't know if it still is that right. way, but that, that was always rookie orientation out there. Right. No. That's back when it was the full month of May. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's uh, uh, and I, you know, good good call by Andy Carr. Don't go out there and hit it full throttle because I'm yeah. sure your instinct is either oh, yeah. that or it's to poop yourself. <laughs> you hit turn one at full speed. Oh my god! So you see your whole life flash before your eyes. I'm sure as a rookie. <laughs> with that being said, uh, I think that wraps up uh, segment one. Wrap it, bag it, tag it, stamp it, ship it out the door. Boom. <laughs> Thank you.